0: Time now for the win- midweek masterclass. It's a terrific day of racing at Bendigo tomorrow. Really looking forward to that. And uh, it's time to catch up with our man Mitchy Lewis. Hello to you, Mitchy.
1: Hello, G. Yeah, Bendigo Cup day. They've got a pretty good lineup as well with the nine races across the whole
0: meeting. Yeah, it is a really good cup i thought and there's still a little bit of intrigue because there's a horse like interpretation that basically needs to win to get into the cup and having a chat to a few people today including lee jordan the racing manager there for the vrc if he does sneak into the melbourne cup he wouldn't be hopeless that galloper yeah that's right i think he's his massive sniff
1: tomorrow as well and there's another horse i think like Hustler-War as well from memory might still be a chance as well. Probably needs to win this really well. But you're definitely going to have a couple that are going to have to put their best foot forward. So I think it'll make for a really good race.
0: Yeah. So who are you tipping in the Bendigo Cup, mate?
1: I'm going to go right through it again. But at this stage, I was leaning to he's a shocker. I just sort of like the setup for him. And I think the form behind Alligator Blood in his last start, um, I know he was beaten a little bit about eight lengths behind him. But going up in trip, I think it's going to suit him a little bit more. The, the tempo that Alligator Blood put into that race never really helped. He's a shocker. And he's had a bit of market support, which encourages me as well.
0: So he's a shocker. Just looking at the market there with Bet365 for, for the Bendigo Cup tomorrow. And I think there's a few horses in that race that might even come out because they're drawn a little wide. So they might be saved for a race um, during that Flemington Carnival. But just having a look at the market yeah, now. I
1: think there's a few dual nominated for the Archer, so you, you're going direct. to be spot on there, Gareth.
0: So a horse like a Pesto, for instance, I wouldn't be surprised if it comes out because it's drawn the car park, even though it's $8. So I'll be just keeping a close eye on that. But Hasselawar um, is at $29. He's a as at 7 Lunacy's at $7. Interpretation, four twenty. 20 so Zuro at six dollars, we've bet three six five. Pesto at eight, and then big prices for the the rest. Remember, Mass has already been scratched. I think it'll be aimed up at the Queen Elizabeth during the Flemington Carnival. Interpretation, mate, is a good thing, Mitchy. I'm Righto. telling you, yeah, I've got it. Got
1: it as my threat to he's a shocker. So I wouldn't doubt you at all, G.
0: All right, there, mate. What else are you backing there on Bendigo Cup Day?
1: Go back to race one. There's one that oh, we've backed before, number 11, Electrona. So second in two starts at Ballarat this prep. I think this horse, she's got a win in her somewhere along the line. I, they've both been really good runs, and I think tomorrow gets her chance. She's up to the 1,400 metres. That looks like it's really going to suit to mine. And out of barrier one, I think she's going to land in a very handy position. So they thought enough of her to put her around in a listed race at her second career start over the 1,400 metres. Um, the second last start at Ballarat was in a stronger field, in my opinion. So I think tomorrow is going to be her day.
0: They're hard to beat these days, Harry Coffin, Tony and Calvin McAvoy. That McAvoy, they're building up quite the the association uh, at the moment. So, um, yep, they're hard to beat. And they've got Electrona there at 3.20 with Bet365, Race 1, Horse 11. What else have you got for us, mate? If we go to race six, I was pretty taken by number
1: seven, Stormbolt's first up run at Flemington, just finishing second behind Electric Impulse. I think up on the speed here today, second up, uh, he's undefeated, second up, one, two from two over that trip. I think today looks like his day. I am a little bit wary of the number two, Rich Fortune, because she's a pretty handy horse, but I just think uh, second up with the runner under his belt, Stormbolt can probably go ahead in this one for me.
0: So, Stormbolt there. Have you got any others for us? That'll do me for
1: today. I think I'll come back with something tomorrow. I'm definitely going to have a look at some some more value, but um, just trying to wheedle my way through the rest of the card. But I'm pretty confident in those two early.
0: All right, then. I think you can make some money tomorrow. I think there's a couple of strong chances. Um, Geez, I'm keen on Nick Ryan's Galloper Material Dreams first up. I think you get 270 with Bet 365. It'll be. Awfully hard to beat there into interpretation at $4.20. Um, there was a horse, Jimmy Starr, oh. I think would be tough to beat at two seventy. the former Kiwi Galloper. One uh, of the ones I'm
1: having a good little close eye on, sorry, as I get, as I get it back up, Gareth, is Angry Skies for the Hayes team. Uh, I thought his two yes. runs at Moorfield recently have been quite good as well. So I'm just having a look at what the market want to do with him.
0: Angry Skies has cost me a lot of money over the years. And I think dashing, <laughs> I know that dashing's been one of yours, but surely it's it's dashing's day tomorrow in race nine there at Bendigo.
1: I think I've got dashing on top in that race, Gareth. I'd have to double-check, but yeah,
0: third up, right, uh, surely. What about at Strathelben tomorrow?
1: Yep, I've got a couple of, one in particular at Strath. So like we've been doing over the last few weeks, there's no odds yet. So we're trying to target the early market. So race three, number one, bit of a rebel for... David Jolly, for me, is one that I've identified. I think they'll back this horse. So David's horses seem to do their best work on the Strath track. It's their local track. Uh, Dropping in grade out of a BM68 at Moorfinville last start, Uh, he'll find this much easier. And from barrier two, with a bit of weight relief on his back, he looks the one for me. So I think you want to be backing him earlier than later.
0: All right, then. So what race number is that once again?
1: Race three, number one, bit of a rebel.
0: All right, then we'll have $200 on that Galloper then. Is that what you're telling us? I reckon
1: that'll be the go, yeah. That's the one I'm going to be looking at when the market's open at about 2 o'clock this afternoon.
0: Good on you, Mitchy. Thanks for that, mate. Thanks, mate. Have a good
1: one, and I'll speak to you tomorrow.
0: Same to you. There's Mitch Lewis there. Kensington is the venue there tomorrow at Round Week, and Mark Roden joins us. G'day, Mark.
2: G'day, Gareth. How are
0: you? I am well, mate. What are you making of this card there on a Wednesday afternoon? Where do we start with your bets?
2: Uh, I'm starting in the first, actually, uh, <clears throat> a uh, $100,000 maiden. Um, sorry about my voice. I don't know what's up in there. Just go on, on me at right. the moment, but I'll do my best. Um, it's uh, the bottom one, number eight, Until Valhalla. Actually, races in okay. the mailbag, butch stock silks, uh, Until Valhalla, from the Ma Eustace stable. Yes. It's second pick behind the Godolphin horse, Mogwai, who is a deserved favourite. But I just think there's a bit more value in Until Valhalla. It's had the one start at uh, Hawkesbury a few weeks ago, Got well back uh, over the 1,100 uh, that day and attacked the line really well. They've stepped it straight up to 1,400. It's drawn barrier one, so I expect it to be closer in the run. Um, and, yeah, just the way it attacked the line at through that day, I wouldn't be surprised if it can get uh, turn over this odds-on favourite Mogwai, uh, up to the 1,400. So I just think at the price you're getting, which is around 380-ish, I believe, uh, I think that's a better bit in the, bet in the race than the favourite Mogwai.
0: All right, then. So we'll have $100 on that Galloper. Yep, sure, sure. I've got yes. one, uh, one other,
2: and that uh, appears in race five, thousand metre race. Uh, it's number eight, Gilmore. I think uh, they put the apprentice Molly Burke on this, and uh, with only 53 and a half kilos, I think her instructions are going to be go straight to the front over the uh, Kenzo 1000 and see if they can catch it. Uh, and I I think they'll be struggling too. The equal favourite in the race, or close to equal favourite, is number three, Valency, Shay McDonald and uh, Eustace, a scary profile, but it's not really a thousand metre leader, I wouldn't have thought. It's drawn the outside gate, and its best form so far in its short career has been on um, slow and heavy tracks, so uh, there's just a little bit against it, and I think uh, Gilmore can take luck out of the equation and go straight to the front and be hard to run down, so uh, happy to have the other hundred on race five, number eight, Gilmore.
0: Beautiful, a $100 there with Bet365. Good luck, Mark. Thanks for that, mate. Appreciate it.
2: No worries, guys.
0: Cheers. Great to catch up with Mark and right? what a judge he is as well, so that's He's taking plan for that Kenzo meeting at Randwick tomorrow. Um, race five horse eight Gilmore, a hundred dollars a win there at four dollars with bet three six five. And then we've got until Valhalla, a hundred dollars at four dollars on that galloper with bet three six five and race one horse eight. He was a Victorian. He's up in Queensland now. Chris O'Nelson, good day, mate.
3: Yeah, good morning, Gareth. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a fantastic morning out there, for through the stars. It always was and always will be.
0: Yeah, perfect day at Flemington today. What about at Doomben? however? Can we make some money there tomorrow?
3: Yeah, I think we can start off on a winning note. Race one, number one, Octavio. Chris Waller and Jimmy Orman combine here. Very consistent. Five starts, four placings. Doesn't look a strong maiden at all. Two uh, runs this time in have both been placings. And I think the step up to 16.40 is ideal. So I think it'll be winning. Race one, number one, Octavio. I haven't got any prices yet, unfortunately. Race three, number six, Heroic Miss. Now, I thought she looked well-placed here. Take into account she wasn't far away from all that pizzazz in a half-million-dollar race uh, here at Doombin last preparation. Her form this time in has been very consistent, a second, a third, and then a first at Gatton last time out. She maps beautifully. I think she can go on her successful winning way. Race three, number six, Heroic Miss. And race six, number five, Bonded Affair. Very promising. He's only had, yeah, only had the three starts. Last start, dominant winner at Ipswich when stepping up to 13.50. Up to the 1,600 metres, looks absolutely perfect for this one. Uh, The form, first two starts was beaten by horses that went went on, should I say, and won again. So all the form, everything you see about this horse is very positive, and he'll race on speed. Race six, number five,
0: Bonded Affair, Garrett. All right, mate, you go and get them, and we'll chat to you tomorrow, mate.
3: No, you won't. You won't chat to me for a week or so, Sammy. You'll be uh, Sammy. will be uh, your man okay. for the next week or so. I'll be down there on Saturday.
0: Well, come and say g'day to us. Don't be shy. We'll keep you oh, working. Don't won't. worry about that. You think you can get a week <laughs> off? Good luck. Oh hi, Thanks, mate. Peter Athanas joins us because we're at Ascot tomorrow afternoon in the West. G'day, Pete. Yeah.
1: g'day, Gareth.
0: What are we doing tomorrow, mate? You confident that you found one?
4: Uh, Look, I think it's a... As we've seen most of the cards so far with the return to Ascot, it's been pretty competitive racing. Um, Look, I think in the last, there might be an opportunity there. We saw DTA uh, back on resuming. It was held up the entire straight there for Pike, but I suspect the market already knows this, so it's going to go up relatively short. I've just been taken with the trials with Mosquito for the Casey Yard. It's a race that doesn't really have a great deal of pace up front, so I suspect it might be one of those bunched finishes. And look, this horse has shown a really nice turn of foot previously, but the, the trials are just really quiet, taken out the back and just allowed to go through the line. So uh, I'll be having something on race eight, number nine, Mosquito, I would suspect.
0: Yes, Mosquito for the Casey's. Is he the only bet so far, mate?
4: The only one I've found to Beautiful. date? It's, yeah, like I said, just there's a lot of first starters I'm just getting my teeth into as well.
0: Yeah there's a few questions coming through pete and it's always a lot of fun and i remember when i was in the west at this time of the year trying to work out what horses are coming and what horse what horses aren't and i think in previous years we probably get a far better picture until after that that flemington carnival even then they can still change their mind at the last minute but from a locals perspective is there a is there a, a katia queen or a amelia's jewel that are hanging around that we need to have a bet on for a northerly stakes or a something that that you think at the bottom of the, the weights in the railway is worth an investment on in, in some of those future markets? Well,
4: I think the horse that's probably been aimed at the railway that resumed there at Northam on the weekend, and well, it was a very biased track, so I think it was a, certainly a tick for it, was Casino 17. Um, it looks yep. like the Williams team is really aiming that at the at the railway and then possibly into the northerly if it uh, continues along. Super Smink yep. obviously returned very well there as a three-year-old, but... That race is really, really iffy. Uh, it was slower than the two-year-olds um, okay. on the same day in terms of the tempo they went. It was basically school. So, look, although I'm a bit cold on super spink, next start in the Burgess Queen uh, with, I went back and did the last 15 years of that race Gareth and I think favourites have won three times and yep. that includes beaten favourites as such as Acadia Queen and Amelia's and Jewel and Amelia's so, Jewel yeah, it's yeah, a day yeah. where they,
0: you can't make up ground can you and it's on Melbourne Cup Day and those two yep. horses got back and they just never got into the contest
4: yeah, so I suspect Super Smink might fit that profile once again. So but having said that, she's obviously returned well and will have bigger fish to mm-hmm. fry. She wasn't tuned up, ready to go there on the weekend. So, look, they're probably uh, two of the more obvious ones. But, yeah, there's still plenty of time to find a few more, that's for sure.
0: All right, mate. Thanks for that. Appreciate it. Go well, Gareth. Thanks. There's Peter Anthony there. And to wrap up bag of tips there at Ascot tomorrow, Soldiers Camp Race 2, number two is a play there for Riley Morgan. Decoration, race four, number four is also a play. play. And then uh, Velsasina, race six, number one. So race two, number two, race four, number four, and then race six, number one, the plays there for Riley Morgan for Ascot with the midweek masterclass.